He who saves one life saves the world entire. And the most important life to save is your own. After all, it's the place where you have the most power. So join shadow worker and trauma therapist Laura Giles each week on It's Not You, It's Me. We'll uncover what's in shadow and learn the things you need so you can heal yourself, grow yourself, know yourself, love yourself, be yourself, and share yourself. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, it's time to drop the self-sabotage and limiting beliefs. A healthy, abundant, connected life is an option. Choose it. Subscribe. And let's start manifesting it. Hey guys, welcome back to Kickoff Week at It's Not You, It's Me. And I'm super excited to be here with you today to talk about seeing what needs to heal. That is a know yourself and grow yourself topic. And I think it's super important because it's easy to spot stuff in other people, right? It's really easy to see somebody, you know what your problem is? <laughs> and then just give them a big fat list. But when it comes to ourselves, sometimes that's not so easy. And one of the things that makes that really easy to, to get on track and stay on track is an accountability group. And in my private group, we have one. We meet every month and we talk about what we're doing, hold ourselves accountable because there's something about having to report to someone else. Honestly, you know, I mean, if you're going to do it, why not be honest, right? And say, mm, this is me. It might feel a little bit humiliating at first. And then you start to realize you know, it's just life. We're, this is just what being a human is about. And then it can start to be really motivating because as other people are getting past their rough spots, it gives you courage to do the same. And it feels like you're not alone and that you can do it. So highly recommend an accountability group. We do have that in the private group. Come on over and join us there if you'd like that in your life. But today we're talking about seeing what needs to heal by Noticing what you notice in other people. So if you're seeing stuff in other people that you complain about, one of the first things I would suggest is that you know that you got it in you. Come on now, right? <laughs> you know, what is the resistance to this thing? What is it that you don't like about it? Why is it so bad? Is it a projection? Is it really about you? Most of the time, that is truly the case. And, and if it is, then, you know, you might ask yourself, how can I learn to love this thing? So let's say that somebody talks a lot. They're very gregarious and always a center of attention. You're just like, well, that person is a blowhard. They just like to show off. What is it about that that bothers you? Really? Could you do that? Are you really secretly a little envious? And sometimes... um. Maybe there's a hidden rule at play, meaning that let's say that you were brought up and the rule is don't draw attention to yourself, that it's rude, it's uh, not polite, you have to put other people first or something like that. That's a hidden rule. That's a rule that you have that not everybody else has and you're holding them to your standard, even though they don't know the rule and may not even believe the rule. So that's kind of a check yourself moment too. Now, sometimes the person that we're talking about is truly horrible. (laughs) 
let's say that it is somebody who uh, curses out little old ladies. I don't, I don't think anybody wants that type of behavior around them, right? So now, if that's the case, I would ask yourself, why are you allowing this to steal your peace? Now, I'm not saying that this is okay behavior, but it's not your circus, not your monkeys. You're not the one that's, that's speaking it, and you're not the one that's receiving it. Now, if it's, if the behavior is hurting someone, it's a crisis situation, I totally think it's okay to step in. But if it's not, if we're talking about adults, let them have their own business. <laughs> you don't have to do anything about that. If you're a friend, you might say one time, hey, you know, I care about you. Maybe you don't need to tolerate this. And then shut up, mind your business. If the other person's open to hearing that. Otherwise, why are you letting it steal your peace? Really good question to ask yourself. You know, is it about being holier than thou? That's another one. Are you being self-righteous? That's a check yourself moment. So when I was younger, uh, I've always been a pretty moral person. And some people just never lie. Uh, It's just, I don't know, just, just. It just feels really wrong. And I <laughs> know two two kids, they're brothers, and one of them lies all the time. Lie, lie, lie. You can never believe a thing that comes out that child's mouth. And the brother could never tell a lie if it killed him. Just doesn't occur to him. It's weird how people are like that. So I, I have been like the second one. Just really moral, and I'll just tell you, I don't understand the logic behind lying. I feel like it's all going to come out in the wash anyways. The big picture, there's no there's no secrets, because we're all one. So everything's knowable. Might as well just tell the truth right out front. And because I think uh, I, maybe probably in my mind, so this is like getting to know yourself, digging into your psyche. And probably in my mind, truth and integrity had to do with goodness, So that's a value judgment, a moral judgment. And I saw myself as a good person, which also meant that I saw people who weren't like that as bad people. So when I was younger, I was pretty self-righteous and judgy. And I wasn't like in your face about it, but I was kind of standoffish, like, "Mm, I don't need to hang around with that person. And it really did results in my heart closing to people. My heart was not as open because you can't just close your heart to to bad stuff and undesirable stuff. When you close it, you close it to everything. And that was not something that I really understood when I was younger. And you don't have to do anything I'm telling you. I'm just sharing my experience. So please don't take it like I'm telling you, well, Laura said do this. But for me, it was way more effective to have an open heart to everybody and to everything than to just have a have a selective I can only give my love to you and I can only give my love to you and you have to earn it that just felt it just felt bad it really did feel bad so these are the types of things that I'm urging you to experience to look at be curious about open your your heart and your mind and say hmm isn't that interesting what's going on here that kind of thing for me, I don't, I don't want the separation from other people and the love inside. So I'm going to just open my heart to everybody and you can choose what you want to do and you're going to have to pay the consequences for that. If it doesn't work out so well, and I trust that you're going to come back around at some point and 
and be more loving because I just have a lot of trust in people. So if you think something is immoral or bad or I can't get my head around that, I, I, can't, I can't welcome that behavior. It's drug addiction, it's uh, uh, promiscuity, it's whatever, whatever your hangup is, okay? Then remember the story, maybe. And I'm sure you've heard me say it before. I'm sure I've said it on the podcast before. But the story is that once upon a time, there was a Chinese farmer and his horse ran away. And his neighbor said, oh, such bad luck. He goes, oh, maybe. The next day, the horse comes back with another horse. Neighbors say, oh, such good luck. Now you have two horses. And the farmer goes, oh, maybe. Now... The farmer's son wants to go ride the wild horse, and he falls off and breaks his leg. Oh, such bad luck, the neighbors say. And the farmer again says, maybe. And then the next day, they're coming to conscript men to go to war, and the son can't go because he has a broken leg. And you know what the farmer says, maybe. So we don't really know if things are good or bad until, well, maybe we never know because things are always in play. Things are always in flux. And the way that I look at it is every negative thing leads to a positive thing. I know this because we live in that kind of universe. Yin and yang always balance each other. And every challenge presents something for us to learn so that we can grow. And if it has that value, then is it a bad thing? I don't think anything has to be a bad thing. That's just me. The other thing to think about is that when you are focused on what other people are doing, other people's bad stuff, other people's wrong stuff, you bring more of it into your life. So do this uh, quick experiment with me, all right? So what I want you to do is clear your mind. And whatever you do, don't think about a pink cheek. How many people can't stop thinking about pink juice? <laughs> That's just the way it works. The thing that we're trying to stay away from, this thing that we judged as bad, the thing we're preoccupied with, becomes a center of our attention. It's called ironic monitoring process. So we see this thing that we're trying to avoid. So if I'm saying to myself, I'm never going to be like my dad, then I end up being just like him. Either that or end up being just the opposite of him, which is the same thing as being just like him. So let's say dad is an alcoholic, okay? I'm a teetotaler. How is that just like dad? We're both preoccupied with alcohol. He's preoccupied with drinking it. I'm preoccupied with not drinking it. When my kids show up with addiction, it's because of my preoccupation with alcohol and because I didn't heal the root of the problem. This is how these things get passed down. So you want to see your stuff. You want to see what heals. It's right in front of you. I promise you. And it's kind of so obvious that we overlook it. It's the elephant in the middle of the room that I keep bumping into. Why can't I see it? So when you're honest with yourself and pay attention, you'll start to see these things. They're everywhere. 
So listen to your inner and your outer dialogue. Pay attention to your rants. When you see that you're saying something, okay, I'm never going to be like my dad. That's my rant, okay? He's he's such a loser. He spends all his money and he's he's always about having a good time and never cares about anybody but himself. Now what I want you to do is substitute your name and all of that and see how much of that resonates. I bet you there's a little ouch in there or something. There's something that's going to tweak you. I think looking at what you complain about in other people in society is a amazing way to get to know and grow yourself. So that's my contribution for you today. I hope that you give it a try and see what you learn about yourself. Let me know in the comments. Uh, let me know what your questions are. I'd love to hear how you're growing. Thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and I'll see you tomorrow. It's still debut week. Ciao. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help the podcast thrive, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from Laura Giles, you can follow her on all her socials at Laura Giles 804. See you next time.